Mates, welcome to episode 29 of the podcast. On this episode, my legalized drug dealer, Matt, stops by and we have a good fucking time. <laughs> uh, make sure you enjoy the episode. Not, not, don't make sure you enjoy the episode because that's subjective. Uh, make sure you have a good weekend, man. The weekend is here. Use it before you lose it, man. Just stay protected. <laughs> enjoy the episode. It starts in three, two, one. You have an ashtray? That's for you, bro. Thank you. Woo! I love weed, man. Me too. Do you smoke every day, though? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I do. Do you ever think that's a bad thing? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Bring that mic up. Let's start, oh, that. Yeah. Let's start that combo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you smoke every day? I do smoke every day. Yeah. I don't smoke every day. Yeah. That's probably like, good. I feel like it's a trap, man. I'm not trying to disrespect your ways, but... No, no. Like, how much do you smoke in a day? Oh, not a lot of flour. Honestly, no. oh, I don't really? smoke flour every day. Um, what are you more into? No flour. So, I go between flour and concentrate. Uh, is, and that, is that dabbing? Yeah. Well, dabbing uh, can be part of it. Uh, you don't have to, to dab it. Like, uh, you could just, like, put it in... You could put it in your flour. Um, well, you can put concentrates in your flour? Yeah. So, like, if you get the more crumbly concentrate. Dude, your voice is amazing. <laughs> I'm not lying. Thank you. People are going to be like, yo, who the hell was that? <laughs> I should probably introduce you because I didn't even do that. Oh, yeah. This is my uh, this is my buddy, Matt. He's a bud tender at one of the... I'll say one of them because I don't know if I've been... One of the dispensaries that I go to here in Tulsa. I've probably known you for what? Maybe real time, like 15 minutes? Real time, 15 minutes. We've probably, yeah, been and diving that, into the deep stuff. And now here we are. Yeah. It's usually, hey, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so you got any plans tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? I love how you guys always ask that. So what are you doing this weekend? Like, um, you know what I'm doing. This is why I'm here. <laughs> you would be so surprised how much you learn about somebody just from asking them that question. Because some people will tell you all about it, what they're doing really? next weekend, this weekend, when they're going for vacation. Past the to the left hand side. <laughs> Past the and then other people will just be assholes, huh? Will just like be like, you don't need to know that Whoa. about me. You know, I mean, they won't say that. So, you know, I'm sure somebody has, right? Uh, somebody said that. You get some pretty blunt people mm. that are just like, you know hanging <laughs> uh, that's surprising that they would be like that knowing that weed changes your characteristics yeah but i don't think it changes your personality you know i don't know like, i think it does i'm I'm just speaking for myself mm -hmm. but i think it does because there's so many times where i'm smoking before i smoke weed for instance like i was saying a little earlier I don't smoke every day because I feel like it's a trap. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I smoke every day, I'm going to lose time. Uh, what do you call it? Sense of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm aware of what time it is when I'm high. I just, so there's times where I'm not aware if I'm thinking high or if I'm thinking sober. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Because one of the worst ones is an edible. Yeah. You take an edible and dude, you're high for hours. Like, it will not go away. Yeah. And then it comes a point where you're just like, come on, bro. Please, like, I, I don't want to be I don't wanna be high anymore, bro. Mm -hmm. And uh, when 
when I lose sense of time, that's what's like, whoa, you got, you might be having a little here, a little bit of a problem here, bro. Yeah. So I try not to smoke every day. Usually for me, um, I'll, I'll go like, I mean, we're doing an episode tonight, but I was like, nah, we're, I'm doing an episode, so I'm going to smoke with my, with my butt tender. Mm-hmm. It's like a once in a lifetime opportunity, bro. Hey. <laughs> How often does a customer get to smoke with their butt tender? Not often. Come and on, b- bro. Because you have to kind of vet the people that you <laughs> take, take up on that offer, you know? It's not... Uh, well, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, <laughs> for Thanks. sure. Thank you. You don't... Uh, I just don't think it's healthy for you to become friends with everybody who shops with you. That's true. You know, because everybody's different. You're you're very right. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is how lucky am I to be able to have this with you? So that's why I said, like, fuck. That's very nice. I was like, fuck that, man. Like I I said, I I usually don't smoke on on Monday through Thursday Mm -hmm. uh, just because I want to hold myself accountable. Mm -hmm. Because, dude, I'm not going to lie. When that Friday night comes around Mm -hmm. and I know I haven't smoked all week. Hey. Dude, it's you so You've given different. yourself the gift of low tolerance. Dude, like, dude, it hits so different. I don't think that smoking every day is something that everybody needs to do or should do. I think that I kind of got through that. Uh, you know how you said you, you're kind of afraid of losing sense of time? And, yeah, uh, yeah. Just oh. kind of becoming. Oh. Dude, did you, I, went did all, you went all under <laughs> it and then over it and still managed to hit it. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's very nice equipment, bro. Bang it, 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 up. it just means that it's it's kicking in. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, all that means. I don't know if I can say this, but I took a little bit of shrooms before I came in. Too. Did you really? I did. Holy yeah. shit! And I don't do that every day. Holy I'm shit! I'm off today. <laughs> you did shrooms? Yeah, but I didn't do enough to trip. What What was the point of you wanting to do shrooms before the podcast? Uh, just Were a little microdose. Uh, you know. Not nervous in the sense of like I'm shaking because right. I, like I'm very comfortable talking to you and I'm very comfortable talking into a microphone. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think there's a nerves that come with everything. That's like a first time. I've never been oh, on a I, podcast yeah. before. Yeah, you're not lying. I I honestly I honestly what's that word? I can commend you for doing this for the first time. Thank you. You seem like a natural. Thank you. You just I got a lot of practice watching, uh, you know, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, <laughs> Mr. Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's the. I love, be the I love that guy. I love that guy, man. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. There's times where I, I hate doing this show because I feel like an imposter, and I'm trying not to. Yeah, I don't want to sound like an imposter. But man, he just gives you so much confidence because he just he, he's kind of like a father figure. It's right? almost a joke that his name is Joe because he's literally like the average <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Like he reminds me of my dad. <laughs> Like, in a lot of different ways. Like, my dad's not, like, an MMA. Like, he doesn't work out every day. Just, right. like, some of the things that come out of his mouth, you know, uh, just make sense. You know, like a dad. Yeah, man. He he tells it. He doesn't. I like that he doesn't lie to you. Yeah. Even if some of his thoughts are wrong. Because he's, he's probably got some bad some thoughts. You're like, oh, I don't agree with that. But he never lies yeah. to you, man. Yeah. No. And he never lets people lie to him. Have you noticed that? Yeah, he's very good at spotting BS. Yeah. Like, he's a no-bullshit kind of guy. And we need those people, man. Yeah. And if he knows that you're lying to him, he won't have you back on. <laughs> like, he's he's a dude that, you know what? At the end of the day, he has beliefs. Although he's not married to all those beliefs, he still has conviction in his beliefs until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. And he, hold, he, he holds on to them. And he upholds his beliefs. Mm-hmm. 
Like that's one of the most rare things in this world is having having accountability mm-hmm. and having it that long. Oh yeah. yeah. Like all because he's disciplined. He's a disciplined fifty what? Three year old? Fifty mm-hmm. four year old? Yeah, something around that. Jesus Christ. That's what I mean about my show. Is like, man, I I listen to his podcast. Like, dude, I want to sound like him. I don't want to. I don't want to say the same things that he says because you get self conscious, right? You know, you, this is my craft, and yeah. who wants to? I don't. I, I don't know anyone that wants to put their craft out into the world and it's just shit. Yeah. Or it's something that you know is a lie. Yeah. That 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 that's a that's a that's a fear, man. Yeah, you do have imposter syndrome. Yeah. That's what that sounds like. No, I think that, like. Joe Rogan doesn't own podcasting, you know? He doesn't own free thought, free thought, you know? like No, right, right. But, but I see what you mean. You're like, this guy's out there killing it, just like being himself and telling it how, things he, how he thinks it is, you know? Yeah. And that's what you're doing, you know? And he talks to, like, like we said earlier, like he just talks about things that like he thinks are interesting. He has people on that he thinks are interesting, like... This is just a... Sorry for the pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, dude. <laughs> no, but it's just, you know, it's it's freaky, to, it's freaky to know that I exist in the same universe where, where him and I are in the same category. Mm-hmm. What are the chances of us even being alive? I was talking to somebody the other day about, like, my favorite love stories are people who meet, like from different cultures like different parts of the world yeah because like their children are the most unlikely things on this earth you know like yeah because they're different backgrounds yeah like every decision from like four thousand some odd ancestors back like that's like that created that you know yeah so i don't know do you call that fate or what do you call that destiny do you call it chance if you don't believe in fate and destiny I don't know. I don't know, man. That's a question that my brain can't wrap its mind around. I think I think to the person living it, it's fate and destiny. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I like the way you put that. Yeah. Dude, you blow my mind. I don't know. Calm. I've been watching a lot of like disaster calm, videos calm down, lately man. too, so I'm a little <laughs> Calm down. It's the shrooms, they're kicking it. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's what we were talking about before we went to Joe Rogan. Shout out Joe Rogan. <laughs> and young Jamie, I guess. He's a hard worker, too. He's always yeah. there. Shout out to both of them. Yeah. You're like young Jamie and Joe. I like both of them, yeah. Yeah. Jamie's cool, man. He's just, I like how every now and then he just like gets in the conversation. And mm-hmm. you forget he's even there. <laughs> yeah, you do. But he knows his worth and he'll put in his t Yeah, sets. but then yeah. when he talks, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Young Jamie's a part of the show, too. Yeah. I guess Main, this, like, it's just such a powerful, powerful duo. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's the same, that's probably where I got it from. The same thing. No script. Yeah. No script. And it works. For yeah. three hours, everyone pays attention. Yeah. You know, like when you watch a movie, there's times where you just start dozing off on your phone, and you're wa- you're watching your phone while, while the movie that you just picked is mm-hmm. playing in the background. You oh, just kind of yeah. get distracted. Oh yeah, dude. When I'm alone, I'm miserable because all I'm doing is getting on and off Facebook and fucking Instagram. Yeah. And you know, like, kind of paying attention to like Trailer Park Boys. Like, <laughs> I, 
but not really you're but more, not really yeah. you're more invested in the phone yeah like that's a bad thing that we do now yeah we're t- we're t- we're repeatedly doing that mm-hmm. but there's something about listening to a podcast where you pay attention and actually you actually pay attention oh dude it's the most rewarding thing when i work in the yard i don't listen like i'll listen to music like this morning i listen to music yeah but if i'm gonna be doing it all day i put on a podcast like there's no reason for me to listen to the same songs that i know over and over again and you pay attention you pay attention you listen and, you, and, and you learn something flies. you learn something you're like yeah. what the hell mm-hmm and then you're telling your friends like, "Oh, dude, you know what I found out? Operation Paperclip is about Nazis." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Escape to South yeah. America. What'd you learn about today? <laughs> um, well, I learned that people are littering in my backyard, <laughs> and I learned MK Ultra <laughs> fueled Ted Kaczynski's psychotic break. <laughs> so, see what I mean? Yeah. You see what I mean? Like that—that that just blows my mind. Yeah. Because, dude, I don't remember, I've said this before, but I don't remember learning much in high school, bro. Yeah. I don't remember learning much. Like, what the hell did I learn? You know what I learned? I learned what I shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be a teen dad, so don't have unprotected sex. (laughs) (laughs) Because that scared the fuck out of me, bro. Right, yeah. Did you succeed at that, at least? (laughs) Yeah. It fucking scared the fuck out of me, bro. I I saw a friend, I saw a friend become a teen dad, and it fucking scared me to Mm -hmm. death, bro. I thought oh, I was going to be the dad. That's how, like, freaked out I was. Yeah. But I didn't learn anything as based on knowledge. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you the fucking math equations. I don't remember them, man. I, yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. And now yeah. you listen to a podcast, and you're like, man, you're learning about not just history, but then you're learning about how the, the government operates, and you're learning how, uh, I don't know, the physics and how fucking just everything is run mm-hmm. and how people operate like how many times do you like get into a rabbit hole about something about government or like psychology you know like where does your youtube like rabbit hole take you is mine? it all like conspiracy mine yeah. personally yeah everybody's nah, it's a lot different. of my, it's a lot of wrestling yeah okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm a big wrestling dork i get a lot of uh like baseball um fights like you like baseball fights? i like baseball oh, well like i don't baseball? like the fights i just like baseball you like baseball in general yeah i like baseball in general but oh, no i don't way. follow baseball in general oh why not well, <laughs> what's the point of liking baseball dude my attention span is awful oh so like m- i have like the attention span of uh of like watching hey cheers brother oh yeah it's a pleasure doing this with you you're my butt tender, man. Yeah, dude. Jesus oh. Christ, you and, uh, the, you and that microphone. I'm sorry. People are like, thank you, man, my ears. Uh, edit that. <laughs> uh, I'm like, please, please take it away. No, you're fine. I just, I, uh, if you need actually to move, always been super. If you do need to move it, though, use the handle. Okay. This thing? Yeah, there okay. you go. Yeah, it kind of oh, looks, like looks like a dildo in your hand. No lie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Home run. It, looks like a, it actually looks like a wand. I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just a little adult joke. Hey, it's 2021. There's too <laughs> many wires on this wand. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? I don't remember. Oh, about the... Oh, my attention span. Yeah. yeah. So you don't watch baseball? I don't you like baseball. It. I just do you, like do you, it. Do you, do you like it's watch... because I grew up with it. Do you so... watch the drillers? Uh, I don't know. Man. I'll go to a game though if somebody were to be like, "Hey, I have drillers tickets. Do you want to go?" Oh, we should go next time. 
Okay. If you want to go. You got driller's tickets? No, we can just buy them. They're only like 10 bucks. Oh. I haven't been back in Tulsa for that long. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So I... Where were you before? Mm, so I graduated from Broken Arrow and... Broken Arrow High School? Immediately. Yeah. Okay. Immediately moved to Central Oklahoma for college. Okay. And within like a year and a half, dropped out of college and moved to Colorado. Live with my brother for like a year. Okay. And then moved back here, lived with my mom for like a year, decided that living with family was not for me anymore. <laughs> so right on. I moved in with my best friend in Norman and lived and worked there for three years. Um, You've been all over the place. Yeah. Just kind of like bounced around. And then after Norman, I moved uh, to Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I took you all the way out east. My best friend was out there. Like, he moved after we lived together for a year in Norman. Uh-huh. And then I just lived by myself for a couple years down there. Okay. And uh, that's where I got my dog. I have a dog. She's a little bully pit. Bully pit? Yeah, she's cool. What's her name? Her name is Rory. Rory? Yeah. Oh, my cat's name is Rowena. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... Ravenclaw? Yeah. Oh, but nice. <laughs> Yeah, but it turns out he's actually a boy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you already got the name. Dude, Sorry. Same thing happened with my best friend's <laughs> cat. He named it Nala because we thought it was a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then his balls dropped. And <laughs> we were like, we can't change it. That was my story, too. Yeah. Balls dropped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad when he got uh, neutered. I felt so bad. Yeah. I felt so bad. I'm like, this is not right. He's not consenting. <laughs> Even, I know it's a cat. I, yeah. I get it. It's just a joke, but man, it just, I, I felt bad. I was like, dude, and dude, he ended up being he ended up being like a zombie, bro. Mm-hmm. No lie. You ever seen a? I get it. I know what you mean. What's that movie called? A fly over the cuckoo's nest, something like that. One flew. Yeah, one, one flew, flew over yeah. the cuckoo's nest. Remember when they did lobotomy on him? Yeah, that's what my cat looked like. Oh no! For two he days, had a little ball lobotomy. Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude. Yes, <laughs> like he was. He was pretty much dead. He could barely walk. Mm-hmm. I said, "They fucking ruined his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they murdered him." This is my first time ever having a cat. Like he's not the same. We'll talk about learning shit from podcasts. The other day, Joe Rogan like gave everybody shit for neutering their animals like their dogs oh yeah i heard and about I that one i didn't know it was so bad for him until i heard him and some expert talk yeah, about it was it. uh i think andrew huberman yeah the scientist yeah and he's an expert in a lot of things <laughs> isn't that nuts how you yeah. just know that though yeah but most of the things that come up in regular conversation yeah like you know i learned in my life since high school or in social media you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Like high school just kind of babysat us and like taught us our ABCs and a little bit of history and <laughs> not all of it was right. So <laughs> Ooh, I feel a little point. failed. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Do you think I just do that to keep us busy? Honestly, I feel it's like I do it right? to provide free child care to the masses. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just provided so that they're just keeping them. For a while before they got to work. Yeah. So you think about it, it's, a sad, it's a sad existence, man. It is. And like, then you have like the government. <laughs> this is probably conspiracy. It sounds like a conspiracy, but like somebody hey, is mandating. No, hey, there's no editor, so you can say whatever you want. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's mandating what you can teach your kid or what your kids are being taught, you know, and like parents who work 
12 or 16 hour days like two jobs three jobs yeah they don't have time to teach their kids like what's really important like their kids are the ones that are like fucking up you know yo that's deep i get what you're saying yeah i get what you're saying we're living in strange times man yeah i don't know i feel blessed on a lot of levels like i didn't have a super easy childhood but i had a blessed one like and i don't even Give me, give me an example. Of very that. religious. I just feel grateful for a lot of the things that I had. You know, like uh, <clears throat> one of my parents battled with addiction, um, while the other did their best to raise us. You know, and yeah. we were able to kind of get both extremes of the equation. You know, I was Whoa. able to see like a functional family like a functional parent and I was able to see a dysfunctional parent. So I'm able to understand like two dysfunctional parents, like, and I'm able to be like, that's like, I can't imagine, you know, like I made it out having like, you know, the people in my life that I had, you know, and the one that battled with addiction still taught me like a lot, still taught me like most of what I know, you know? So you can't even like, you know, say that that's like a bad childhood that you had like that one hiccup, but I don't know. How do you how do you feel co- coming out now as a twenty seven year old compared to when you were going through it? Oh man, I feel like I have so much more control over my life. You know, because you escaped, or just because you went through it? Because of all of it, like I feel like now I'm able to see that there wasn't. I don't know if there was a need to escape because I was safe. You know what I mean? Like I had a safe environment. I was going through a lot in my like personal life at the time, like growing up, you know, like I had a rocky like adolescence. Like I think all of us do. A lot of us do. Right. But mine was like, I can relate. Yeah. 15, 16, 17, just like went from being a really like, Hmm obedient like good grades kid to like just not caring you know and wanting like wanting just to grow up you know i think i I think a lot of it was just wanting to grow up so fast so i could like get that control of my life and now that i have it like i have like all the power to like choose like what's right and what's wrong you know so i don't know Do do you uh do you look back now and wonder how much of it affected you oh yeah totally, totally. how do you make pe- how do you make peace with that because oh. you because just looking at you right now mm-hmm. i mean i've only known you for, you know a few times a few exchanges mm-hmm. i would never know that you'd be going through these things oh yeah it it's it's funny that like this draws this like conversation out of me because it's just not something that like you talk to everybody that you like meet right about you know um, like this is a deep story, and here we are. A little deep story. A little microphone does a lot. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I guess I am on a little bit of shrooms and marijuana. <laughs> but hey, we can switch topics, man. We don't no, have to keep talking cool. about it. It's cool, dude. Um, it's just, it's, it's. I guess the point was just like, you know, what, what were we talking about? The, I was just like trying to drive home. Like, it's easy <laughs> for me to see, like, you know, both sides of an extreme situation like that, you know. I feel like today, in today's, like, day and age with, like, all of our politics, like, people aren't really understanding, like, 
No, they want to be yeah. right, and yeah, they want the opposing to be wrong. Right. There's no. Uh, or they want there to be a good guy and a bad guy. When I don't know if it's that simple, you know. Right. Well, it's they're pinning each other, good versus evil. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Yeah. We're good, and they're evil. And right. It's the exact same way for the opposing side. Right. But it's a lot more nuanced than that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not. I feel like in like the political world, it's like they're either all good guys trying to spin it as the other side's a bad guy. They're all bad guys trying yeah. to spin it as the other side is a bad guy, <laughs> you know? It doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't make any sense. And it's crazy that like that small of a population like controls so much, so much, so much. They pin every, the everyone against each population. other. They, care, they they pin each other every four years. Yeah. I just think the most important thing we can do is not subscribe to like either side and just See, think for ourselves. That sounds beautiful, man, but you can't avoid them. That's the problem is you yeah. can't avoid them. You can't that's avoid true. them because even if you choose not to pay attention, it captivates everyone else. Yeah. And everyone else is the one that makes the results every four years. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't understand politics man and i've done some political rants on here and looking at them i've listened to a few i'm like ah, you don't even know what you're talking about yeah which i don't i don't, I don't know what i'm talking i never about. feel like i know what i'm talking about <laughs> i start to get real confident and i'm like wait <laughs> you know i'm not a political correspondent i'm not i'm not someone who's educated from harvard and, and studied political science i don't know how that game works yeah but i know it looks fucking wrong yeah we all have a gut feeling. Our gut feeling about the government is we don't trust them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody likes to feel controlled. It's just strange how everything operates. But then we also live in a country where we can talk about it. That's what's weird. We can talk about it, but how much can we do about it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why, I mean, we are under surveillance. That's what Edward Snowden proved. Yeah. But... The fact that we can't even talk about it, because imagine if you and I were doing this podcast in like freaking North Korea or China or something like that, mm-hmm. dude, we'd be disappe- we'd be disappearing, door like, busted, gone, down. like we're, yeah. you're gone. You know what happened? Whatever happened to you, no one will ever know. Yeah, but in this country, you can talk about it. Yeah, and you know, say what you want about the government, but the fact that the government gives you freedom of speech as long as it's not hate speech, like. Yeah. That to a certain degree is a fucking pretty cool law for a citizen of, of a country. Yeah. You're right. We should be grateful for that. Because it allows you to at least have a free thinking mind. Yeah. You can say it out loud. And for what that's worth, that's still some form of freedom. Mm-hmm. And I always think about that, bro. When I do these podcasts, man, I'm just like, dude, who would have thought one day I'd be saying these opinions and I'd be distributing it worldwide? And I don't get a pun- I don't get a I don't get I don't get a bunch of views. I really don't. I probably average maybe 20, 20 listens an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, last month, I finally hit over two hundred downloads a month. I was like, "Oh, that's oh, pretty cool. cool. That is like, cool." Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, you gotta start somewhere." I said, like, "Whoa, two hundred <laughs> downloads." Yeah. And I don't. I, I always say this, but I I really don't. I don't promote the show. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like bombarding it on, on my friend's face. Like, hey, new episode. Go check it out. Yeah. Go. I don't, I don't, I don't operate like that. I don't want to do that because mm-hmm. then I'm losing purpose of why I'm doing this. That would be more financial. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I had to burp. <laughs> it came through great on mic. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. No, but um, I don't like promoting it to my friends because my belief is if you want to listen to it, you'll ask me, hey, can I check out your, your podcast? And mm-hmm. it's happened like that every time. Someone's mm-hmm. like, hey, what's the name of your podcast? I'm like, oh, I'll share it with you because you asked. But I've, if I started forcing it down people's throats, I would feel so disgusted with myself because then I would lose purpose of this. Because mm-hmm. to me, what I like about this is, man, I just love talking. Yeah, I love talking to people. I love, I love that I just found out a story about you that's fucking, no offense, but in my eyes, tragic yet, but beautiful. Oh, yeah. You know, like Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I appreciate that. And then to, 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 to be able to listen to that story provided by something that I love to do, which is podcasting. I didn't plan on capturing this moment. Yeah. We just started talking. Yeah, it's very organic. Yeah, and through somehow yeah. th- somehow through this microphone, you were confident enough to not double take on your story. You just went with it. Yeah. And we captured it. Yeah. Like, that's what I love about podcasting. That's mm-hmm. why I love... I'm, I'm, Dude, I'm literally, like, I'm addicted to this thing. Yeah. And I, I know I got a lot to work on. I know, I, I like I told you, I got imp- I feel like I have imposter syndrome and all these things... As much as I, because there's times where I get high, mm-hmm. and I'll just be outside thinking like, damn, like, what's the next move? What's the next move? Mm-hmm. And I always get so paranoid because I don't know the next move. Do I, you yeah. think that you have beginner syndrome? I don't think so, only because no matter how much I psych myself out, once I come down from that high, it makes me stronger. Mm-hmm. Because I've already experienced all the bad thoughts. And now, what my sober mind does, it it, it 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 processes that new information. It's like, oh, so you're you're scared because of this. So, what can you do to work on that? Like, I ask I ask myself so many questions, and I'm I'm able to process differently while I'm high, and then retain that information to when I get sober. Because mm-hmm. it's like I and like when I'm high, I'm not afraid to ask myself the tough questions. It almost feels like it's. It's asking. It's asking me like, oh, okay, our daily meeting. Mm-hmm. I see you're. I see you're fucking being lazy again. Okay. Um, you said you're gonna work out. You lied. So what's going on? That self-deprecating check-in. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's like it, it's a. Uh, I don't know, man. And people probably think I'm full of shit, but I promise, this is like one of like the things that I have when I do smoke. It, it's kind of like a self self reevaluation every now and then. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm never scared to do these podcasts, man. Even though I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Because like, oh, fuck. When I was telling you, like, ah, I'll just ask you stuff as we think. And you're like, okay. Yeah. We'll go from there. Yeah. And somehow, like, we're steering this ship right now. Oh, yeah. There's no sign of an iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least not yet. Not yet, dude. Because, I mean, dude, honestly, we just, we've honestly just met each other. And here we are, fucking 30 minutes deep, just mm-hmm. free flowing. Yeah. Just going and going and going. Like what the fuck is yeah. that? Is that you and I? Is it the is it this this equipment where just when it turns on the magic comes on? Does it have to be both though? Because like you know it has to be like partially you and I because like you invited me into your space you know to have this conversation like and we both knew it was gonna be like a conversation but you know but did you think you it was make gonna it be... easy to flow? You think so? What yeah. do you mean? Well, you provided like the second I walked in the door, you know, like what's up man how's it going you want a drink like you oh, know, nah, man, it's good lighting in here <laughs> it's good like your air conditioner's not broken like half of tulsa <laughs> you know like hey man i'm yeah. blessed man i'm blessed yeah 
and I like to extend that courtesy to my guests. Yeah. Very comfortable. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you had a king palm wrapped the second. I had it ready, man. Yeah. I had it ready. I didn't know you were going to be shroomed up, but that's okay. I'm, you know, it's <laughs> really just a little micro dose. <laughs> Enough to be a little funny. <laughs> what one of these little guys? What is that? Is that the minis you're talking about? Mm -hmm. I'll take a mini. Yeah, dude. Dude, how nice of you to think of me, by the way. Uh, yeah, for sure. What a guy. What a guy. Oh, that microphone. That's I okay, got him man. again. You're okay, bro. We'll edit it out later. This little dude came with a little lighter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. In the box. Hey, that's a good question. I'm sure you've been asked this already, but I want to know on the air. Yeah. Where does a bud tender get his weed from? So, mostly from my establishment because they treat us really well. You know, like we get really good discounts and they have good prices already for us. So, mostly there. But I don't only shop at my dispensary uh i really like uh can i talk about other dispensaries on here yeah i, I don't see why not yeah um <laughs> i feel <laughs> like it would be hey, a however, service hey however you want to roll the baby <laughs> yeah. however you want to roll the baby <laughs> um they're, they're Dude, this is good yeah these Whoa. are good i know i'm Whoa. gonna <laughs> i'm gonna tell my uh purchasing team to look into them because Some people love this as size, the, you know, like they as don't need the, a whole. As the great meme goes, I'm going to say a word that I learned in Spanish. This word that I learned, I learned in Spanish. And it goes a little something like this. This weed. Delicioso. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from, dude? <laughs> What a hit. Oh my God, we sound like drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it crazy how that's acceptable? Just going and grabbing your bag and going home and blazing it up? Yep. Yeah. I think that on, we now. all manifested this into existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How so? Talk to me. <laughs> uh, that was... Anything Colorado? Dude, Colorado, Colorado, was, Colorado was Colorado the head or was it the body? Was it the head or the body? Was it an indica or a sativa? Uh, I'm yeah. just kidding. Or was it vice versa? Okay, maybe it's a hybrid. No, Colorado know, was cool. Colorado, I don't remember a lot of Colorado. I can't tell if I have a really awful memory or if I smoke too much weed. Um, you smoke too much weed? I might. I'm. I don't know. I might have smoked too much weed at one point. Mm -hmm. I probably take like, you know, little dabs throughout the day to get through. And uh, edibles are not an everyday thing for me. Flowers is not an everything that. <laughs> oh, easy there. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Oscar. <laughs> uh. So why, why do you prefer why do you prefer concentrates? Talk I, to me about. I that. actually don't prefer them. But I do switch back and forth uh, for my tolerance because I don't take tolerance breaks. I just switch up how I medicate. Oh, so you can keep it fresh? Yeah. So it processes differently? It all processes different. It's all very... So, so how often do you stay with one cycle? 
I don't I don't measure it. It's just kind of a go with the flow thing. Okay. That's, I guess that's kind of how everything is, you know. <laughs> and that's why I have moderate success in my life. But uh I uh I used to smoke flour every single day. You know, whenever before it was legal, you just got the bag that you were given and yeah, <laughs> made it last as long as you could because <laughs> you knew that your dealer was going to take three days to get back to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I found out how to medicate and what to medicate with and that I don't always have to be high to get the like benefits of cannabis. Okay. So <clears throat> I well, recently just started smoking though. Really? How long? Um, I've gone a year now with my medical card. Okay. But was the first time you tried it when you got your medical card? No, no. Yeah. I smoked it before. Mm. I smoked it before. Yeah. I had some good time smoking. It yeah. Before I had a medical card. Yeah. But I wasn't as active as I would say I am now. Mm. Like now, I probably in a week, like two, two or three times a week. But usually, like Friday, Saturday, maybe sometimes Sunday. But usually, just Friday, Saturdays. And uh, there was a while, though, where I was doing, like, almost every day. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't like that. Yeah. Because, like, like I said earlier, I lost sense of time. Mm-hmm. Not very productive. Yeah. I was yeah. Just like, it was just more just, like, always laying down and chilling. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's also my fault because there's times where I'm also high and I can work out. And I'm like, whoa, all right. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a different kind of escape. Oh, yeah. Not and escape. Working but... out's like a drug, too. I wish I could get addicted to that. Not an escape. I said that wrong. It's not an escape. It's It feels like an enhancer. That's the right word. Yeah. Dude, there's times, going back to, God damn it, Joe Rogan. There are times where he's right about that, working out and you're suffering. Mm-hmm. He's right about that, man. Yeah. Dude, I was at 305, bro. Yeah. Uh, about two, two and a half months ago, I was at 305. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going like, well, dude, what the fuck? Like, Yeah. You had a wake up call, dude. It, Bro, I was one eighty five two 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 and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. I was one hundred eighty five pounds. Yeah. Some personal things in my life happened and sucked, mm-hmm. and I went up all the way to three oh five, bro. Three oh five. And there comes a point where you're just like, "Whoa, yeah. this is too much." Uh, this is what a rock and a hard place feels like. You know, it was more demoralizing. The fact that I tried to work out and I couldn't because mm. it hurt my back so much. It hurt your body. Bro. Yeah. And if you get injured, it's like triple the time until you're ready again. It was not fun, bro. Having that realization. Literally, I'm Mr. 305. Mm-hmm. You know Pitbull the singer? He's Mr. 305. Is I'm he? li- Yeah, that's his nickname, Mr. 305. I'm literally Mr. 305.2. Yeah. I'll talk about weight with you, dude. Like, I've struggled with weight my entire life. Really? Yeah. And I I mean, I don't think, uh, ooh, it's not so much a struggle now as, like, a journey for me. Like, when I started this job at this dispensary, I was almost 385, which was my heaviest. So, like, almost 400. And that's, like, it hurts to walk at yeah. that weight. And it just hurts to like do regular things. Like my ankles and, would always hurt, bro. Dude, it hurts your it hurts your bones. And if you twist wrong on like a knee, you know, like it's like risk every time you pivot. You know what I mean? So it's not an exaggeration. You're no. right. And we're young, and so we still like to be active. And it's like it's miserable being 
so young and so heavy. You know what I mean? So I get it. For me, it was food, man. Yeah. Of course it was. That's what, obviously, that's why we're big. Yeah. Um, Kind of like you said, you know, rough childhood, rough childhood. But there's always something about food that at least made you feel better. Yeah. Even if you had a shitty moment with your parent or whoever, food was always there to make you feel better. Oh, yeah. And people use it as such a, um, like, a congratulatory uh, treat, you know? Like, you did good on a test. Like, let's get you a Happy Meal. Yeah. You know? Like, you, uh, like, it's your birthday. Let's <laughs> pick out. Like, uh it's so accessible. It's accessible now. Every corner, there's some delicious yeah. food. Panda Express, yeah. Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was obese before before I started driving. But as soon as I started driving, that's when it got bad. Is that when you were 387? That was probably years before. I think I got um, like up into the 380s whenever I lived in Colorado. All-time high? All-time high was like 385. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And that happened twice so i lost 100 pounds and then you gained it and i gained it right back and i didn't gain it right back i mean i gained it like 30 pounds at a time over a couple of years but it all came back and so i'm down now i think to like 340 or 330 i'm not checking you know like i can't look at it i'll get obsessed with it but i feel better as long as i'm doing shit on my day off like like i take pride in like doing like my yard work and i take you know, like it makes my yard look better. You know, I want to be able to fucking <laughs> yeah, grill man. in that backyard next year, and it's Hell gonna yeah. take all of this summer to get it done. Hell yeah, man! Yeah. You gotta keep pushing. Yeah, but I also want to look good in that backyard next year. <laughs> so I don't know. Hey, my respect to you, man, because I'm I'm right there with you. Little by little, I got bigger and bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. My all time high is three hundred five point two, but I've also been two ninety four before. Mm-hmm. And I went from 294, and I went from 180 to 294 in about five years after high school and stuff. And then 294 was my all-time high mm-hmm. at the time. And um, then little by little, man, 2018, I was just losing weight, losing weight. And, and dude, it was, I've never seen myself in that in that light. Yeah. It felt like I was becoming literally like a fucking superhero, bro. Like day by day I was training, day by day I was sweating, day by day I was burning calories, I was gaining muscle, the body fat was going down, and I was committed every day, bro. And I had two jobs. And after I got off of after after I got off of work, I'll go to the gym as tired as I was, and I'll just repeat the cycle, repeat the cycle. And dude, I got down to one eighty five. Boom! That's awesome. And I, I I I did it all with bro with like. No, no cheating. Just hard work. Just hard How work. How long did it take you to go from that to 185? Oh, dude, no bullshit. Did you go from 305 to 185? No, I went from 294. 294. That's 294 to 185. Yeah. yeah. I did it in eight months. Mm-hmm. Let me see. February, March, April, May, June, July. Six months. Yeah. I did it in six months. So you lost just over like 10 pounds a month. Yeah. I was possessed, man. Yeah. I was possessed. And I was proud of it, man. And I can back it up, too. I got It's all on my Apple Watch. I can back it up. (laughs) I know, dude. I I can back it up, dude. (laughs) 
People don't. People are like, man, that guy's full of shit, bro. I swear, I can uh, back it up. I have the Apple Watch data on there. That's so interesting. We can go. Fa- we can go pound for pound. <laughs> if you don't believe me, we can go pound. Dude, that's like the third time. I'm just <laughs> sitting here looking at it. <laughs> we can go pound to pound. Punk. If no one believes me, people are like, this motherfucking bullshit liar. I've seen what he looks like. He's not like that. <laughs> I know I'm not like that right now. Yeah, but you did it at one point. Um, dude. Yeah. I was fucking... losing weight is one of the hardest fucking things you can do. No, yeah. dude. No, dude. And keeping it off no, listen is to the me. hardest. Listen to me. Yes. Losing weight is easy. I can promise you that. I don't know. It was it was hard Bro. for me to gather up that willpower. <laughs> Bro, it's not it's not it's not it's it's look and I'm not I'm not trying to sound I'm not trying to sound defensive here because I promise I'm not. No, you're good, dude. But what I'm trying to say is losing weight is easy if you show up. Mm-hmm. I swear to you. You can show up every day. Look, dude, I'm I'm on day seventy four now. Of working out. Mm-hmm. No breaks. Yeah. I haven't taken a day off in 74 days. Dang. And that's when I was at my heaviest right now at 305. 305.2. Bro, right now, I'm 275 pounds. Already. Yeah. In 73 days. And the only thing I'm doing is I'm showing up every day. Mm-hmm. Whether it's in my garage, because I, I just work out in the garage, because there's no AC in there, bro. Right. I, before I before you came, I worked out because mm-hmm. I, I needed to get. I was like, I gotta work out before he shows up because right. I'm, I'm gonna be tired. You gotta get it in. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna be tired. I'm gonna be yeah. more tired. Yeah. Yeah. And you I was watching in, a lot of Goggins lately. No, it, it was just playing. Okay. <laughs> dude, the simulation knows that I'm I know. doing that, so it just played. It does either. that. I yeah, swear, it, it does that. It recommends exactly what you're doing. It mm-hmm. knows what we're doing, man. Yeah. We're being spied on. No, it was literally mental toughness when I was like, oh, dude, they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was working on the garage, man, dude, and I'm fucking pouring sweat all the way down to my shirt from top to bottom. It's fucking miserable in there. And that's what I was saying earlier about, God damn it, Joe Rogan, is that there's so much truth to that word of suffering. But not suffering because you're cutting your risk, which, by the way, no one should do. I just want to state that. But there's not that kind of suffering. The suffering that makes you a better you. Like my coworker asked me yesterday, uh, this morning, she said, what'd you do this weekend? I said, oh, I, was like, I cut the grass. And she was like, oh, well, how'd that go? You know, just asking conversation. I was like, oh, I did like around 2 p.m. And she's like, what? What is wrong with you? She's like, that's when it was the hottest. And I said, yeah, I chose that time on purpose. She said, why would you do that? And I was like, well, I want to know what I'm made of when it's 97 degrees outside and I got to cut the grass. Yeah. And bro, I was so tired. It took me 55 minutes, mm-hmm. no, 49 minutes to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was so tired. And the sun is beaming down in my fucking head. I mean, I had a hat on, but still, it's the fucking sun. And it's 97 degrees and it's humid. But I got that shit done, man. Yeah. And that's that's what I enjoy about what feels like a new run again. Mm-hmm. But this one feels more valued. Because for the longest time, I didn't care what I looked like. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, same like you. You know, you have those circumstances that you just grow up with that they just keep carrying over and over and over. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're weak. It's just you're trying to figure out, like, well, how do I combat this shit? <clears throat> this is new to me, man. Like, what the yeah. fuck? I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. But it's just those inner thoughts fucking with you. Yeah. And and sometimes those inner thoughts fuck with you, and you don't care what you look like. You'd rather fucking have some Panda Express because it's going to make you feel better, as stupid as it sounds. Yeah. Because you had a rough day. God damn it, man. Why does this keep happening to me? Yeah. Your bed's going to make you feel better, but it's not going to comfort you. Well, what can make you at least smile just a little bit? Maybe a 10-piece? 
Maybe a ten piece with some with some barbecue. And what's worse is when you use food as a coping mechanism, yeah. but also as a reward. So you're using it when you're sad and, and when you're, you're happy. happy. Yeah, <laughs> like, and you know you're doing it. Yeah, and you know you're addicted to Skittles, but you can't stop shoveling them. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like that's real. Man. Sugar's the worst. It's like liquid sugar and like those pure sugar like snacks. Right. You know. Are you a big sweets person? Big sweets person. See, that's where I'm at least <laughs> somewhat lucky because I'm not into sweets that much. Yeah. Mine's is, mine's, I hate when I say that. Mine, it's not mine. <laughs> okay. <I'm> mine. <laughs> mine is Coke. Yeah. Coke, Coca-Cola is going to be the death of me. Yep. That to me is the, like, The sugar, I get like a rush from like a McDonald's Coke. Yeah, it's, it's so different, right? Yeah. It's so nuts. So nuts. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. It's something they do. I th- I think it's like because they're they their containers are not made out of the cardboard. It's made out of uh titanium uh, aluminum. That's why it's so cold. That's what I've heard at McDonald's. Yeah, oh, I did not know that. I it's I, not a cardboard box of syrup. It's in a fucking. They like ship it in like a keg or something. Yeah, in a keg. Yeah. And I knew I didn't know that, but I did know that like they kept it in a cer- like a certain temperature at yeah. all times. Yeah, and that like the ice <laughs> at McDonald's is shaped for the Coke, and that the straw is like engineered for the Coke. And I don't know if this is a conspiracy, <laughs> but I saw this on YouTube. <laughs> so that's interesting. It sounds so fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, you're right. It's a coping mechanism, and then it's a fucking. Reward system. Oh, no. I'm very easily distracted. I'm sorry. I should have (laughs) taken this watch off. I kept my phone in my pocket. (laughs) I forgot we were talking about, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. Yeah. I forgot we were talking about. What were we talking about? (laughs) Running back. I don't know, dude. So we were talking about being fat because we love Coke. And we know everything that goes on at McDonald's behind the scenes. Oh yeah. Oh, that's my point. My point is, just show up, man. Yeah. Just show up and work out. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to fucking put yourself through hell. You just gotta show up and just get your heart racing a little. Yeah. Dude, last week I had a fucking. It felt like a feast. Yeah. One day I had pizza. The next day I had a uh, fucking combo from McDonald's, and the next day I had. Um, uh, Popeyes, and I knew what I was doing, but I didn't feel as guilty because I know that I put in the work that day to work out. Yeah. So uh, if, if 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 anything, at best it was canceled out. Mm-hmm. But I didn't I didn't just sit around and get fat. Yeah. I actually got up and decided on my day off, which isn't even an accomplishment. But lately for me, that's what it feels like. On my yeah. day off, I got up and decided you got to put in work. You mm-hmm. got to work out. And you got to meet your goals today yeah and i've been doing that for 73 days in a row Hell yeah, 30 pounds lost and i don't plan on stopping bro yeah because when i was 305 like you said your back hurts you 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 land awkwardly and your knees fucked mm-hmm. you're just like bro I'm only fucking 30 what the hell yeah like you're, you're you're about to enter your prime and right now hopefully I'm, and right now <laughs> right now i'm in my prime yeah at 30 and i'm fucking 275 yeah that's not cool yeah, it doesn't feel cool. <laughs> no, like, man, because yeah. I know what 185 feels like. Yeah. And I was happy at 185, and it wasn't because of how I looked. It was because of how I felt. Mm-hmm. I never felt like that, bro. Mm-hmm. I could do, like, no lie, 70 push-ups in a row. 
Dude. It was nuts, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I just fucking made Mexican Captain Captain Mexico over here. Yeah, I had a friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, but that's what it felt like. Yeah. Captain America is it's a white dude. I felt like I was Captain Mexico, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was, I couldn't believe I was doing all these push-ups, man. I couldn't believe that I was this fit. And I didn't care about how I looked. I just cared about how I felt. Yeah. And I lost all that, you know? Mm-hmm. And regardless. Regardless of what happened, I shouldn't have let it got that bad. Right. I shouldn't have gone from 185 to 305. Right. Like, that's not not something that should be looked over. Right. Like, that needs a deeper investigation. Like, yo, Mm -hmm. why did you allow that? Right. Because when you gain weight, it's just like when you lose weight. Like, you watch yourself gain weight. Like, it's not like you're just choosing to ignore it. Yeah. Like, when you're losing weight, you're just obsessed with it. And when you're gaining weight, you're just pushing it to the side. Yeah. Pushing the Doritos down. Yeah, like, bro. Yeah. It almost, and, and I'm not saying that this is what it is, but this is what it felt like for me. It almost felt like it wanted to see me lose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, you lose all discipline. Mm-hmm. You lose all accountability. I heard this once, and I don't remember who said it, but they said like your mind will quit before your body does, and that's my issue. Like I will quit before like, you know. I know I can push myself harder. I had a friend back in Norman who helped me lose a hundred pounds. Yeah, and I mean it was me who lost it, but I had tremendous motivation, you know. And then, you know, it was my own personal like shortfalls that made me stop putting in that effort to where like I became like stagnant in the weight loss. And then I like let whatever I was feeling at the time, like be like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's every time I, I've, I've gone on like kind of a weight loss roller coaster. I feel that man. it hasn't been just like the one like r- weight loss, you know, it's always like lose 30 pounds here, gain 40 there, lose 50, gain 15. It's like, a, it's like, a yo-yo diet. It's a yo-yo, and it's because I'm never, like, on a diet, you know? I think I, like, I push myself sometimes to, like, do better, and then I'll, like, lose this, like, will and control. Like, I'll lose the will for control, and that's when I find myself, like, overeating. Yeah. You know, like, snagging, like, the extra big bag of candy and, like, eating it, or... Like eating sweets. a bunch of fast food, yeah, yeah. Like right now, I'm on this kick where, like, kind of keeping myself accountable. I'll right. go to like Reesers like once a day, and I'll get like a bag of Caesar salad, and I'll like bake some chicken, and I'll eat like a chicken Caesar salad every day because I know that I can I can eat that, <laughs> and that can be a good meal, you know. Yeah. Like, and I think that that like you just like feel better little by little by like the little changes that you make. Bro, what'd you call that? Determinism or free will? I feel like it's determinism. Yeah, you're determined, bro. Yeah, I feel like we all have free will, like, but I, I feel like my will to use it <laughs> is low. <laughs> no, man, but you're, you're doing it now. You see, the thing is, we also psych ourselves out because, like, man, we got to do this for how long? Yeah. We can't think like that. You, you just got to show up the day of. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. Look, the way I put it is... You have 24 hours in a day. Somewhere in those 24 hours, you got to get your exercise in. Yeah. At least 30 minutes. Yeah. But there's days where I'm tired, mm-hmm. but I know I still got to show up. So I keep the exercise light. Mm-hmm. 
I go for like a two mile jog. Oh yeah. On on the next day when I feel better, mm-hmm. I go for a fucking you know body weight workout. Ba ba ba. Yeah. Dude, my legs are so sore right now. Yeah. I'm doing squats and all this shit. Squats. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I did squats, man. Shit hurt. I was fuck. I'm telling you, I was pouring. I was fucking dripping in sweat. And you know. Like I said, it ties it back to Joe Rogan. Like I, I was suffering, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm also like, look, dude, look what you're doing at 275. You're in here choosing to get better by working out. You're in here choosing to suffer, but for the right reasons because you want to see what you're made of. And little by little, I'm getting that confidence back that I had when I was 185. That confidence of okay, if you're in, if you're in the pickle, at least you know you have the physical strength to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Whether that's run away or help someone out or, or stand your ground or yeah, like you know, it's it's not, not obviously that's the reason. But saying like to, to but to just know that you could do that because you take care of your health and you take care of your body. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different. That's just a whole different confidence, bro. Oh yeah, and I've experienced that. No, no, I get it. I definitely get. I've <clears throat> when I was twenty, I was almost immobile. Like not just because of my weight. I yeah. Had, uh, that's well because of my weight my gallbladder went bad uh because of like you know those like greasy like bad foods yeah um it was like rotten and it didn't show up on the tests that we were doing they did like some really sophisticated tests involving like me drinking a bunch of half and half and like shooting like i don't know if it was like iodine through my system and tracking it anyway <laughs> it was non or inconclusive and they did exploratory surgery to take my gallbladder out Whoa. when i was 20 years old this and is all because of your diet all because of my diet my whole life and like not just you know as an adult like i just like you know i was a kid i was a little kid who would like you know eat the ice cream when nobody was looking or like you right. know, raid the pantry when nobody was home like <laughs> um, i get what you're saying yeah so like just impulsive like eating and at 20 they were like you have they took it out and they they did a biopsy on it and they were like it was the most diseased like just biled up gallbladder oh my goodness they were like you gotta stop you know you gotta stop like eating those foods and like because your liver is taking it hard now because that's what happens your gallbladder produces a bile that helps your body like digest <clears throat> all that crap would you not did you not drink any water no i drink water i drink a lot of water now um, no i'm saying back then did you not i don't think that i was as conscious of oh, okay. my water intake at that time but i don't think i was just constantly dehydrated oh, okay but who knows i mean i think a lot of us are constantly dehydrated i'm very conscious of it now dude that's the only thing where i feel like i have an advantage because I enjoy drinking water. Mm-hmm. I love water. Yeah, water is my not... beverage of choice. Do some water with some lemon. <laughs> some water with some lemon. That's a... no, but you're right, man. Water, water does help a tremendous lot. Yeah, tremendous amount of whatever I'm trying to say. But how do you feel now? What you say you're three forty? I think. I think if I got on a scale, it'd be anywhere between 330 and 340. Whoa, look at you, man. Thanks. That's you know, what, 40 pounds? <clears throat> 45 pounds. 45 pounds, and that would be like, Whoa. I'll be, I'll have been at, 
the place that I'm working now for a year. And that's about when I started losing weight. And it's honestly because of the career change. Like it was me moving from basically working at a desk all day. Yeah. You know, doing shit I hated, just setting up shipments and just things that I didn't think like mattered for anybody's future. Right. I think, um, and I just needed a change and I made the change and, I went from just being on my ass for eight hours a day and then however many hours it was until I went to bed, you know, like, right. <clears throat> like there was no working out back whenever I was working a desk job, almost zero. Like, I was just constantly, activity. constantly sitting down, constantly sitting down, feeling sorry for myself. I was depressed and I don't know if the depression is what brought on the no working out or if the no working out brought on the depression because I've been through this cycle like my whole life where like, right. You know, it just turns on and off. And uh, whenever I made the career change, suddenly I was on my feet all day. Like suddenly I was learning things and educating people about things that I really care about and things that I've cared about for a long time. And I'm finally being able to like apply this knowledge to people who like want to hear it. You know, I'm not just a lot of people are going to hear this. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh shit! Like ten people. Hey, all hear the this. T- all your twenty viewers, like that's that's enough. Like maybe someone will listen to this. Think of the moment. web of you know humanity. Yeah, but man, forty five pounds isn't a joke. No, it's amazing. Yeah, it's no joke. Like you gotta keep going. I though. think I diminish it because of like my previous. You don't want to hype. You don't want to hype it up. Well, honestly, I haven't. I, I think that it's good. I don't want to hype it up because I feel like that'll kind of jinx the progress. I've always felt like that. I've always been kind of like woo woo. You've been superstitious. Superstitious about yeah. Oh, some woo woo things in like you. that. Yeah, you got some. Woo-woo. I got a little. I got crystals on my. Hey, shelf, listen dude. to me. <laughs> listen to me. There's gonna come a day. I promise you. There's gonna come a day. And you go back and listen to this episode. And you remember this conversation. If you ever struggling, man, you go back and you listen to this conversation because now you have evidence of how you think. Yeah. So when you start feeling like you're going off the rails, well, now there's a version that also exists out there that's going to remind you of why you're doing it. Yeah. You're going to hear yourself. You're going to remember like, oh, there's evidence of where this will go if I don't act up the yeah. right way. Yeah. You know, I think about that, like stuff like that, man. You're going to get there, man. I promise you. Because yeah. I've been there. And you got it. Oh, yeah. I'm very... I've been the most positive about my future um, in these last, like, few months than I have been in a long, long time. Do you have a cheat meal, though? <clears throat> oh, I cheat every day. <laughs> oh, I don't... I'm not... Uh, I'm not... Six, I'm not losing weight uh, because I'm disciplining myself. I'm losing weight because I'm changing like my daily habits. Like, oh, okay. So you're making baby steps. I'm making baby steps, like mad baby steps. It went from I was living like a kid in a dorm room, like a Snacks year ago, anywhere. like back, like back in December, I was living like a kid in a dorm room. You know, just like didn't have a lot of respect for like myself. Right. Didn't have a lot of respect for the people I was living with. And not that I don't hold the highest respect for the people I was living with. I just wasn't showing it by the way that I, like, kept my space. Right. <coughs> and now... So those were the struggle times. Those were the struggle times. I was just, like, I was I was depressed in the most literal sense of the word. I feel like my mind was just, like, turned kind of down, you may, know? May I ask what was causing it? I don't know. I, I think, uh, you know, I was living with family. I wasn't on my own, so to speak. 
I felt very, and I was working the job with no purpose. I feel like the sense of purpose really brought on the like will to do better personally, you know, like, oh, now I have something that needs me, you know, like now I have something that like I'm responsible for. Whenever I had, like, I was working a job that paid more than I get paid now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had benefits there too, you know. I got treated well by that company. Like, they love me. Um, But it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And it was miserable for me to, like, Accept it. Like, just do it. I couldn't give, yeah, I couldn't, like, surrender to that responsibility. You know, like, it wasn't worth it to me. Right. To be there every day, even to make the money. You know, because I was also living rent-free, you know, living with family. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't, I don't know. I had a job like that, man. Yeah. I made, uh, at one point I made, and I don't say this to brag because I don't have that money now. At one, at one point, I made $62,000 a year. Oh, wow. And yeah. I was miserable. When you're miserable, money miserable. doesn't mean anything. Like I was miserable. Yeah. yeah. It was the worst management I've ever been a part of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't realize how much that fucks with you. It does. And then when you have to come to terms with it, then like you got to throw in the white flag. Mm-hmm. You're just like, damn. Yeah. Like, you realize you that it won't get better. Like, and you can't, it's like trying you to don't save yourself, a plane from crashing. Yeah. You don't want to call yourself a quitter. But you're not a pilot. Yeah. You don't want to call yourself a quitter. Yeah. But then you also acknowledge that you're just throwing the towel in. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. But I was always missing out on everything. Wedding, friends, weddings, uh, fucking yeah. holidays and all that. You don't realize how much that matters as you get older. Yeah. You know, to be able to, dude. I said in previous podcasts, like, I don't, I don't make a lot of money. I'm closer to $10 than I am to $20 as far as pay per hour. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I'm able to have time of my own consistently, I know what days I'm off. I consistently know when I'll be able to schedule like a podcast with you mm-hmm. or a dinner with friends or went to a baseball game last week. To be able to know that I can control my evenings. Yeah. And people are like, oh, but 9 to 5 suck. Yeah, I know. I said in the last episode, yeah, I know. But for me, it's the best way that I can function within life. Right. Not saying that I can't function in a different schedule. I'm just saying this is the best outcome for me personally because I'm able to just schedule my nights. I'm able to schedule my days off, and it works best for me. I'm able to do this because of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I had inconsistency, I would have to be like, oh, I think I'm off Tuesday. Are you off Tuesday? Uh I hate that, yeah. You know, because we're being consistent. Right. But the fact that I know I have a consistent schedule, yeah. to me, that's such a blessing. Yeah. And I've never had that before. And it makes me grateful to, to be able to say that I can schedule you to come over in the evenings or on a weekend or yeah. be able to hang out with my friends. Like, like there's this girl that I do podcasting with every WWE pay-per-view. Yeah. She comes over and we record it live and then That's we distribute cool. it. Yeah. And all we do is talk about wrestling for three hours as the pay per view is happening. That's cool. We watch it on the TV. Yeah. We get our favorite food mm-hmm. and we just watch wrestling. Oh, yeah. And she's one of the biggest dorks. She gave me mm-hmm. this. She gave me this. That's cool. Yeah. I've been looking at that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like. And she's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. And she's, 
she's she's a bigger wrestling fan than me mm -hmm. but the fact that we can do that because i have this schedule that allows me to say hey i'm over i'm gonna be off on sunday come over mm -hmm. that's a blessing man. i love that and i don't even make half of that 62k in this job mm -hmm. i took over 50 percent pay cut yeah but i'm so happy money is just not everything you know well, it's not even that I'm happy. I'm just, I'm, I'm such at peace. Yeah. To be able to know that I have control. Yeah. And trust me, I'm working. Mm -hmm. I'm working to try and get full time off. Yeah. I don't want a nine to five forever. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. Trying to make some money moves. Yeah. Trying to. You got to do what you got to do to get there. You know. It's a struggle to get there right now because I'm, I'm building the little that I do have. I built it, you know, brick by brick with my own hands, man. That's yeah. something I'm proud of. Yeah. I'm proud that, you know, this house, it's not much. I don't say this to boast, I promise. I'm just saying I, w I was smart enough to buy this house mm -hmm. when I had the money for it. Mm -hmm. And I told myself, buy a house that you can afford if you ever lose this job. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I did with this house. Yeah. That's and awesome. dude, and I came from nothing. So like to just have this to me is like, what the mm -hmm. fuck, man? I yeah. And you bought this house. I mean, I still got to make some mortgage payments, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's but, like rent. But, but you got approved to buy this house. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I make, awesome. I, I make the mortgage payments. Yeah. That's why I'm scared to break my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm losing weight. Watch me break my ankle. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I was jogging. No. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I but know. my point is, you know, the little that I do have, it, it was it was built with these hands. Mm hmm and that's how, that's how you should approach everything, bro. Yeah. You know, I, I know we just, we recently met, but. Yeah. Man, dude, 340 is nothing no, compared yeah. to what's going to come. Yeah. No, I'm confident right now, and I feel good right now. I am I am in such a different place than I was when I was, you know, living with people and uh, just sitting in my room all the time. I, am it, I feel like a different person. I feel like I have shed those cells, you know, because I wake up every day like... I went from being that kind of person that, like, if I dropped, like, a Starburst wrapper on the floor, I'd fucking get it later when I would get it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, I pick up, like, I just, like, I just take pride in myself and in my space just being a, Yeah, being able to <clears throat> keep up with yeah. what needs to get uh, cleaned or whatever needs to get done, whatever whatever right. the chore requires. You're, because you're physically doing it, you're taking more pride in it. Right. Well, it feels good when it's done, you know, like, and... Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I, just taking care of yourself is just rewarding. Like, you know. And I think having discipline is what I, what gravitates me. Yeah. To be able to know today you can't have junk food because yeah. today is a day where you got to be clean, bro. Mm -hmm. You're going you're gonna to have a grueling workout. You got to come in ready. Yeah. You got to get the right foods for the workout and all this. Like, uh. That's not something that I'm good at, but I'm learning to get better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the food, do you, like, uh, do you follow, like, diets? Or do you, like, try different things out? Like, do you do, like, the vegan thing or, like, the carnivore diet? No, I just kind of, honestly, that's where I'm kind of bad. I kind of wing it. Because mm -hmm. the, there's times, the one thing that I do enjoy having is I enjoy having eggs and turkey. Yeah. In the morning. And then... Every now and then I'll switch it up and I have like these, uh, what do you call it? Jimmy Dean delights. Oh, yeah. I, I know like, what you're talking about. Are those little the, sausage biscuits? Yeah. No, they're not biscuits. They're croissants. Oh. 
And then I have, uh, I, I enjoy Greek yogurt. I do like that. So I have that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I have fruit with it, like a fruit cup. Yeah. And I'll have that in the mornings. But that's food I actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. So that's why it feels like I'm cheating, but it is healthy. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll do the eggs with turkey and toast. Mm-hmm. Whole wheat toast, just what slice. And uh, even though it's moderation, it's still fulfilling. Right. Or sometimes if I'm real lazy, I'll just have like special K. Mm-hmm. with 2% milk I'm like alright and then I'll have fruit Yeah, and then I'm good for the day and then when I work out I'll take a protein shake boom mm-hmm. chug that work out sweat blah mm-hmm. blah blah and then for dinner I'll switch it up um, sometimes I'll have like a frozen meal like healthy choice or something Yeah, it's like a fucking <laughs> turkey meatballs and no, whole grain pasta <clears throat> boom you eat that yeah with another fruit and then yeah i'm actually fulfilled so it was a good day Mm -hmm. and then other days if i want to eat heavier i just you know depending on the workout i will yeah like i said there's times i just cheat i had a fucking pizza last week yeah (laughs) oh yeah felt bomb like a motherfucker (laughs) but because i also worked out i didn't feel as guilty yeah so that's why i feel it it is beneficial in that aspect because it cancels out but at least you know well at least you earned it instead of not earning it Mm mm-hmm but those are little mind tricks too. No, I feel you. Oh, the yeah. Jedi way, the Jedi way, or whatever the Sith way is trying to get into my head. Yeah. No, you, you worked out hard. Get a pizza. Get a pizza. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Those are real too, man. No. I, hey, that's where I those get talks, myself in trouble. Those talks like, are real. I, you know, I did a lot today. Like I deserve a little ice cream or six. So, yeah. and that's my thing. Like the most important thing for me is that moderation. Like I am easily influenced where if someone talks like about taco bell and i was planning on like making a salad at home for dinner i will fucking go to taco bell yeah because like you can't talk about anything yeah because it was just boom yeah it just showed up and you're like nope that's it yeah it's like like, your willpower was non-existent in that moment yeah and people say that quitting cigarettes is the hardest thing for a human to quit no man i disagree it's food it's it's you need it food that's bad for you it's not even like food like you don't have to give up food like it's giving up the food that you want to eat you know, like it's giving up that like. Well, I think that's what I'm trying to realize. Like that just comes down to accountability. Mm-hmm. It's nothing else because. And knowing that you have the power to make a decision. Yeah, because I think you can still have those foods. I just don't think you can have them every fucking day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's the problem. That's the most that's important the problem thing for you for and me. I. Yeah. Like I don't eat McDonald's every day anymore just because I can get a discount. You know what I mean? Like I've learned that that makes me sick. But then you, you know? also there's also times where you say I want McDonald's every day. There that's are what, times. That's what sucks. Yeah. It's usually whenever it's like a week before payday and, <laughs> and that rewards app comes through a lot every single day, every hour. <laughs> yeah. So. It, it's a mind trick. But that's what I'm learning again is moderation. And people are probably thinking like, oh, you're going to probably fail again. Look, man, to those people, I say, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to right my wrong again. And so far, it feels like I'm succeeding. It's just a reminder that Look, I don't have I don't have money. I'm not saying in a bad way or a good way or whatever way, but I don't have any money. I have a little bit of savings, just a little. Mm-hmm. Anything too crazy, I'm about to take out a loan. Yeah, <laughs> but it just shows that man. Even though I don't have the best trainers in the world, the best nutritionists and the best nutritionists in the world, it can get done. Right. I've already lost 30 pounds. Hell yeah. On day 73, and you've already lost 45 pounds. Yeah. Now, obviously, I don't know about your finances. That's what I'm saying, me. Yeah. But <clears throat> do you have a trainer? Uh, No. 
Do you know what a nutritionist? <laughs> no, not at all. So See? when I was younger, I had all those things. Not a trainer, but I mean, like my dad was a pretty good role model. He was heavy, like me, whenever he was in his like 20s and 30s. Really before I can remember. Hey, dude, I got to go use the restroom really oh, bad. Yeah, go, dude. Can you do like a product placement for like a, a strain or something so we don't even have dead silence? <laughs> I will try. <laughs> oh, man. Product placement for a strain. All right, so coming soon, there's going to be Jet Fuel. It is a high THC high terp flower sativa it it's very good stuff i I would come for it <laughs> it's a little awkward talking to myself right now i think i opted for dead silence <clears throat> it's weird my brain never shuts up but it can't think of anything to say right now most of that was probably silence. Whoa. I didn't mean to mess up the flow. I felt like we were doing so good. You're huh? good, dude. I messed up the flow, man. I couldn't That's keep all up. Right. That's all right. My little adolescent bladder couldn't keep up. <laughs> I do have a, a meeting with someone at 845. Just, that. I think it's pizza with a friend. So. Ooh. Yeah. I know. Not You're to. dirty boy. I know. I'm You're sorry. dirty boy. I don't want to tempt you. You dirty boy. Man, what better than pizza and Coke? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm hungry. We were just talking about things we're addicted to. But the whole point that I was trying to say is you, you don't have the fancy trainer and all that. I don't have the fancy trainer. Yeah. But I feel like keep I. Keep showing up. Yeah. I use every day uh, that I have off for like something out in my yard. And that keeps yeah. me accountable physically because that wears me out. You know, and it's yeah, I think you said you were taking a nap earlier. Dude. <laughs> so Saturday, I woke up and did the same thing. Like, I woke up 8 o'clock, started working on the yard, put it away around noon, took a nap for, like, three hours both days. <laughs> it draws it out of me. And, uh, yeah, I just take How a shower. How cool does it feel, though, to know that you got it done? It feels so good, and it's the best sleep I ever get. It's really? Like, oh, because you're so tired? Oh, man. Yeah. And it's a nap, <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, uh, I could do it every day. If I if I were retired, I would do that every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm, that's my you would, that yeah. would you, would you want You would just want to chase that feeling? Oh, my God. I Forget, like, moving somewhere, like, buying a yacht. Like, I would just buy a property that needs to be fixed up, and I would fix it up. I'd flip it. You want another one of these? <laughs> Oh, that's such a cute story. Oh, thank you, man. Your poor microphone. You're never gonna have me over again. Oh, dude, you're more than <laughs> hey, you're more than welcome to come back again. Okay. Probably gonna scare some people with some her thoughts this on this episode, but that's all right. Hey, man. These no, are just... you could edit out anything that's gonna scare anybody. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not editing it out. Okay, good. It is what it is. This is organic. Good deal. Again, though, how nuts that we can do this in this country. Yeah. It's freaky to know. Yeah. Don't feel pressured to smoke Every that. Now you and can then. save it for later. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to okay. go. Okay. I'm debating if I want another cerveza. I'm still like do you, halfway. Do you need another one? No, I'm good. I'm a real lightweight when it comes to alcohol. Believe oh, really? It or not, yeah. Okay, yeah. One, one it is. Then. One it is, yeah. Man. Man, who would have thought we'd be flowing this well? Yeah. 
I'm pretty open to a lot of questions, so. No, man, I'm just thinking, like, yeah. we've just been killing it. Yeah. Not killing the episode, I'm just saying, People, like, you want a little like ASMR? A little bud tender ASMR? What is that? A little, a little bud tender ASMR, so a little... People love it. Oh, is that, oh, is that Asmers? It'll be uh, Asthma. Yeah, I Asthma? guess. Yeah. ASMR. ASMR. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's uh, a popular category on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. People it's like, like a billion dollar company. Now. Oh, yeah. People like go nuts for somebody just like, you know. <laughs> Dude, there's a like famous one that's got like 10 million followers. Yeah. She's rich off of just her voice. Yeah. Sounding soothing. Yep. We could be ASMR uh, voiceover text. Oh, somebody might fall asleep to this. Yeah. Fall asleep. Yeah. Fall asleep. I had this uh, drama teacher in middle school uh-huh. who was, I mean, she was dramatic is the best way to put it. but Dramatic on purpose because she was a drama teacher? Well, yeah. She just always or like. Dramatic because she was just a Karen. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I. She was cool. She was cool, but she took up, everything so talking, seriously, okay. so she might have been a Karen. But we did oh, this, no. like, uh, ra- I have talked into a microphone sort of like this before, but it was one of those giant ones that they use in radio, and this was when I was, like, 12 or 13. And uh, she got right up to the microphone and was like, whatever the radio station was, just tried to sound, like, super seductive in front of a class of however many <laughs> your drama teacher try to sound seductive well for radio she was like trying to put on the radio voice oh okay which was better than mine we were doing some recording for a radio station and they let all the kids do one and the teacher did one too oh she's just trying to show out but she was showing out it was like she was doing an audition it was like she was auditioning for the radio Ooh, station get out of here <laughs> it was funny what a door it just sticks in my memory what a door mm. What does that to kids? <laughs> <laughs> some kid probably found their calling. Congratulations, you outdid some kids. You're an adult. <laughs> yeah. No, that's funny though. Yeah. Hey man, what do you think about um being a butt tender man? What's so tell me some butt tender stories. That's what's one of the reasons I did want to talk yeah. to you about. I love it. Uh, like here's what I want to know. Give yeah. me some Etiquette towards butt tenders right now. Okay. Because I want to know if I check them off. Okay. I definitely can only speak for like, like m- probably mostly Oklahoma butt tenders, butt tenders in the Tulsa area. Uh, like etiquette. Oh. I guess like from just walking in, like, you know, we're always going to be friendly toward you. So, and most people are happy to be coming to get there their medicine right so uh just like you know a friendly greeting is always welcomed and if you have your medical card out like and it's your first time your id as well that helps us you know the like awkward no yeah well they yeah put, yeah and it's never a problem if you don't have it out because we're always gonna ask for it but the worst is whenever like we get the attitude <laughs> you know like the Oh well, you've seen my card before, or the guy up front just checked it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why do you ask for it again? So it's because. Wait, can you talk about that? Yeah, I can tell you. Oh, yeah, okay. for sure. And this will help everybody know why. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Maybe so they're not confused because 
it, it is a little awkward being like, I just put it back in my wallet. Like I have to get it out again. Yeah. You know? And uh, the the guy up front is a security guard who doesn't work for us. Like, I mean, he works for us, but he works for like a separate uh, company. Yeah, third party contract. Yeah, and so his responsibilities are very minimal. Like, he's there for our safety and to make sure that you're allowed to be in the building, and that's it. And uh, so, like, if you come into a dispensary, like. You typically get checked in by a receptionist if it's a busy dispensary, but a lot of the like less busy dispensaries forego the receptionist and the bud tenders just check you in. Um, and we have to log everything that you purchase to make sure that we're not selling you above the legal limit. Um, and, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so in order to pull you up, we have to have your card just to type your name in. Yeah. Mm. So. Oh, so. It- Oh my God. So there's a fucking program out there with Marcus's choices. Well, no. (laughs) So it's an internal program and it's not uh, like we don't share it with any kind of department. Like there's no government department that knows what you're buying. Oh, okay. There's no. uh, That you know of. They know, bro. The only people that have that record are us, (laughs) you know, like. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's our internal system that we're using. It's like our POS system. So it's what gets you points and it's what just logs and that's how you got it okay yeah so the id for the security guard is for permission to, make to sure be that you're in the build like okay permission to be, to be there yeah and then yours is to put our profile name in there right for yeah points and stuff like because like most dispensaries offer points so like in order oh, okay. to like give you points like i thought it was state law that had to do both i'm like why yeah okay that makes more and sense. also like our system tells us like so that we don't have to do the math like everything is very like above board like it tells you the weight um like the string oh it prices everything it's ready well yeah and so like so like say edibles like you're allowed to have um it's on the back of our card i think it's 172 ounces of edibles or 128 ounces whoa yeah it's it's something along those lines what the fuck well think about it a bottle of that like soda Uh (laughs) uh-huh Um, is a sixth of your edible allowance, but because it's it weighs so much because it's fluid. But like a bag of gummies, you could go on and on and on. Even though the milligram, like you could buy a bunch of thousand milligram bags of gummies, you know, like twelve of them, and you won't hit your legal limit. But you could buy six hundred milligram sodas, and you've hit your legal limit because of the weight of the liquid. Yeah. So the that's the only like weird one. Mm. Um, you're allowed to have three ounces of flour purchased at a time, and you can have more on your person. Uh, only three ounces you, per day. You can have three ounces on your person. You can purchase three ounces at a time, and you can have like eight ounces at home. <laughs> I'm probably oh. lying. Somebody should Google this and not take <laughs> my word for it. Yeah, that's why we don't. That's where we fail. We don't have a research. We don't have young Jamie. No young Jamie. It's yeah, all good. That's all right. So, what 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 is another etiquette? I feel like one that should be given out yeah. without having to say anything. Man, you can't at least give a dollar. Oh, uh, see, now that's where it gets a little like hairy. Like tips, and we say this to people who like like express that they feel bad for not tipping, and this is true. It's never necessary, but it's always appreciated, and it's because 
I don't know, we're, man. We're a medical, we're a medical dispensary, and yeah, some true. people will use it for more of a recreational thing, but some people are on their last twenty dollars, and they need their medicine to get through until they get their next twenty dollars. You know what I mean? And you just never know yeah, somebody's that's situation. True. That's true. Yeah, and You're you never right. want to assume somebody's situation. Like if you like. You never want to like look at somebody's clothes and be like, "Oh, like they could have," you know. Like that's not that's not it, you know. Right. That's judgmental. Yeah. That's not what we're about. Yeah. But I just from like just from a perspective of just a person buying marijuana. Yeah. I think if you're in there to spend, you know, a certain amount of money in there, Mm -hmm. you can be courteous enough to just give a dollar. Yeah. At the bare minimum. Yeah. At the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, I try. I try my I, dude. I try my hardest to make sure that I can at least, at least two or three dollars, at least. For sure, I feel the same. I feel that way about any kind of like bar or eating establishment. Yeah, like, like it's like twenty percent. Or why are you even out? Like you know. Yeah, man. Like because it's because they're not getting paid. Like we get paid at the same time. Like we get paid a good hourly wage, and so it's not you're not jipping somebody who makes two dollars an hour. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's just more courtesy. It's really nice, and it helps. It, like, you know, it's like we don't make a lot of money. Like, you know, we're closer to ten than twenty. Right. Um. But at the same time, like, it's really nice. Like, it's put me in a position where now that I am paying for rent, like, I'm not like worried about it. You know. Right. But just give a dollar. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I appreciate. I would the input, say yeah. I would say that as a customer. Yeah. I I I have a what do you call it a soft spot because I used to be a valet driver. Oh yeah, I always appreciated when I got tipped. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah, but not everyone tipped, and there are some people that just expected you to do that for no them. Shit, yeah, and you're taking like, care you're gonna, of the vehicle. You're gonna, you're gonna take this up here, and you're gonna put it exactly where I want it, and you're gonna do this, mm-hmm. and you're gonna do that. Man, they just let you know, like. I own you right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You work for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was doing customer service, but they're that. doing like, nah, man. You, I'm a. T- you gonna yeah. do what I say? You, and you want to be like, God damn, this motherfucker, dude. Yeah. Because it was, you know, upper clientele. Yeah. But every when I would get tipped, man, I'd be like, yo, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And then when I would get, dude, that one time I got a fifty, bro. Nice. I wasn't that good at my job because it's it's a lot. A lot of that job was for people who are considered sharks. Right. You know, yeah. Money comes first. Mm-hmm. Everything else is irrelevant. Right. They're gonna hold that tip. Yeah, and me, I was just kind of <laughs> like, invest oh. it. <laughs> me, I was just like, man, I'm just here to make a few bucks. Nothing big, no, no big deal. So I was more like nonchalant about it. Yeah. But I remember one time the highest that I personally got. I knew dudes that got a hundred, but the personal high that I got was fifty bucks, dude. Mm-hmm. The guy was like, "This for you, man. I appreciate you." Yeah. Like that felt cool. It wasn't even about the money. It was just like the guy that gave me cool. like. 50 bucks of his hard his hard earned money. Yeah. He was like, here you go, bro. Like, that I feel I feel like whenever somebody puts like a twenty in my jar, yeah. I feel like I am like getting away with something. Yeah. I'm it's like, like yeah, thank like, you so much. Like, because they don't know how much that helps me. You know, like they're just doing like it because cool, they appreciate it. Yeah, it's me. a cool gesture. Yeah, it's a really nice gesture. Yeah. Like, man, like uh that, I mean that's the culture here in France, they don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's considered an insult. Yeah, well they pay people in France. <laughs> This is true. Yeah. But no, where I work, we get paid a nice hourly wage. Like That's cool. If we didn't get tipped, it wouldn't make or break our financial situation. Right. You know, hopefully. 
That's cool. I'm, though, I'm a Gemini though, so I'm not that good with my money. It's <laughs> another thing you got to work on, man. That is true. Just like the diet, show up and get better every day. Yeah. It's all it is. It's willpower, man. It's willpower. Yeah. Look, man, I know you got to go, so let's go ahead and try and wrap this up. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I feel like I feel like I've known you forever. We, I know, dude. I I didn't. I looked at my watch like twice when you went to the bathroom and just now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's almost time for you to go. It's a telltale you know, we'll have some pizza. Yeah. He's going to have a little cheat meal, but he'll be back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Clanging and banging, as That's Rock right. says. And then um, I'll give you updates when I release this. Cool, dude. If we sound crazy, you know, we uh, just free thinking. It's all right. We'll come back and clarify. Free thinking. <laughs> hey, you know what? Free speech. I, don't really say, I say that because people deserve to just talk freely. So why not? Why not take advantage of our rights? So I don't know what I'm saying. Good night, everybody. Matt, it was a pleasure. Thanks for being here. We'll do plenty more, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Thank you for having me. Thank you, buddy. See you in the next one, guys. <laughs>